I'm here with Senator-elect Ben Ray Lujan. You take office uh, January 20? That's correct, Rachel. So there will be a swearing in at the beginning of uh, 2021 for the U.S. House of Representatives as well as for the United States Senate. So today we're going to be talking about some legislation that uh, you have been involved with, uh, uh, Protecting Indian Tribes Act. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about how this came about? Uh, what what transpired uh, on Indigenous lands that led to this legislation? Most certainly, Rachel. So the Fraud and Scams Reduction Act, which we passed out of the United States House of Representatives this week um, with Democrats and with Republicans working together to craft this legislation and put it together, was in direct response to the number of people across the United States that have been targeted with scams around COVID-19, especially our elders, um, with those that are serving in our military, with military families and active members, uh, active duty members, as well as veterans um, and our Native American brothers and sisters. So this legislation will uh, develop uh, initiatives through the Federal Trade Commission to impose civil penalties and more penalties to go after those scammers. And what these uh, bad actors were doing is targeting people to try to get the $1,200 direct payments um, that were uh, being sent to people with the passage of the CARES Act with COVID-19. They were trying to sell defective personal protective equipment like masks or face coverings or gloves and gowns. They were also uh, peddling um, false COVID-19 treatments uh, to people as well. And so this is a direct response to those scams that we've seen. There was an increase of 144% that we saw over the summer with quarterly reporting coming from the Federal Trade Commission. And we know that they don't even record all of the scams that are out there. So this is an effort to be able to stop that, to go after these criminals and to protect uh, more people across the United States including our families uh, right in New Mexico. And while it's passed the U.S. House of Representatives with strong bipartisan support, I'm certainly hopeful that Republican leader Mitch McConnell will allow this bill to be heard on the Senate floor. It's not controversial. It has overwhelming support from both sides. um, And it's going to be important to get this adopted so that there's more tools out there to go after these bad actors, these criminals that are scamming people out of their money and uh, making them less safe. Uh, Ben, is it possible that... uh Soon after you uh, are inaugurated as a junior senator from New Mexico, that you may very well be addressing this legislation in the Senate. I'm hopeful that Mitch McConnell will take it up during the next few months, which would mean that it would be signed into law by the time that I would be joining the United States Senate. But if it is not adopted by then, this is definitely something that I will continue to fight for to provide more protections, not just during COVID, but uh, during all times uh, so that people are not victims of these scams and that we're able to go after these bad actors that are out there. Uh, is there uh, Have you seen support from other members of the New Mexico delegation or from any other uh, um, representatives or senators that uh, have shown strong support? Yes, so this was supported by the entire House delegation, um, Congresswoman Deb Holland, Congresswoman Sochi Torres-Small, and this is also something that Senator Heinrich and Senator Udall have both said that they support um, these efforts in the United States Senate. Very good. Is there anything else that you might want to touch upon before we uh, move into another subject? 
Well, again, just a reminder to be aware of these scammers that are out there. They'll try calling you on the phone. Uh, they'll try getting your social security numbers, your bank account numbers, your credit cards. Um, they're going to try to peddle uh, cures to COVID-19. Um, they're going to try to steal money from your bank accounts. Just be wary out there. If you are online, um, don't be uh, clicking links that you're not aware of who's sending them to you or where they're going to go. Be wary of emails that come to you because they're they're called phishing emails where they try to get you to click on their links. And then all of a sudden, they're able to collect personal information about whoever's hitting those links. And then just keep an eye, especially on our elders. Um, make sure that we're, we're out there looking after each other, uh, whether it's being online or the phone calls that are coming in. And if you um, answer a call or you get one of these phishing emails or a text message with one of these scams, um, report it to us, report it to our office, or you can report it straight to the Federal Trade Commission as well with their website. So we want to just make sure everyone is being diligent out there with looking after one another, but aware that there's some bad people out there uh, trying to steal your personal identifiable information or steal money from you. Yes, yeah, so there are some common sense approaches to not only email, but to phone calls. And generally, if you have a cell phone and you see an unrecognized number, let it go to voicemail. If they can't leave a message, then they're not worth saving. Ben, uh, as we um, move into the transition of the Biden administration, uh, the Trump appointee for the GSA is still refusing to move forward with uh, vetting the election and uh, making money available to the Biden uh, transition team uh, and facilitating access to key information to ensure that the pandemic is going to be dealt with uh, efficiently as we move into the Biden administration. From your perspective in the House, have you seen any movement among um, conservatives, Republicans, on um, on supporting uh, not only the facts of, of Biden being the president-elect, but, but of putting pressure on the Trump administration to assist with the transition? Well, it's interesting that you asked that, Rachel. This last week on the United States Senate floor during one of the voting series, um, Senator Kamala Harris uh, was there to vote. And several of the Republican senators were seen uh, fist bumping her, congratulating her, or bumping elbows, um, uh, almost seemingly congratulating our vice president-elect Kamala Harris with the election. Uh, we are now seeing more uh, Republicans in the House and in the Senate acknowledge that there needs to be briefings, uh, both for national security purposes uh, through uh, Department of Defense and Intelligence uh, briefings, but also for COVID briefings. Now, if there's not a seamless transition, Rachel, with all the planning that must take place to ensure that there's distribution of the vaccine once we have a vaccine, that there's a seamless efforts to get more PPP out, uh, more produced, more testing, contact tracing, all of that to the American people, it's going to cost people lives. And, and I'm certainly hopeful that that's something that we'll see more of our colleagues join together in a bipartisan basis to require that that begin and that that commence and that there is support for cooperation with a peaceful transition. Um, Rachel, I, I remind everyone that if they go back to the 9-11 Commission report, that when there was a slowdown with confirmations um, into George W. Bush's uh, transition, that there was um, a, a dialogue in this report that said that that jeopardized the safety of the American people. 
Well, this is even before that's happening. There's not even support for transition. And so you can see how that's going to make us less safe in the United States of America, in addition to jeopardizing the fabric of our democracy, which is a peaceful transition of power. I know that we're about to wrap up here, uh, Ben Ray, uh, but if you um, can hit the ground running uh, when you're inaugurated into the Senate, um, what are your going to be your first steps as a U.S. senator? Well, Rachel, my first priority is COVID relief. Uh, there needs to be a package that is adopted and follow through with implementation of that initiative to ensure that every New Mexican has what they need to recover and rebuild. Look, we've lost too many fellow New Mexicans and those families will never be made whole. Um, we also have record numbers every day in New Mexico of people that are being diagnosed with COVID. Um, our hospitals are getting more and more full um, every day. There are fewer ICU beds, if any at all, that exist in many of our communities for other emergencies as well. Um, money is needed to help schools safely reopen, to help small businesses who have been hit hard and that continue to struggle, to help people that have lost their jobs through no fault of their own. So that is my number one priority. Um, and then as we are able to get those packages adopted and continue working to make investments in our communities, uh, there needs to be uh, investment with infrastructure, roads, bridges, water, wastewater, but also closing that digital divide. Um, one of the areas that drives me and that we've made a little bit of progress, but are nowhere near completion is eliminating lack of access to fast internet. Uh, back in New Mexico, as you know, Rachel, we know the difference between fast internet, slow internet, and no internet. And in the United States of America, that should not be the case. Um, we also have to move forward in uh, making progress on the Radiation Exposure Compensation Act for all of the families that were uh, working in those uranium mines or uh, families uh, where the uranium miners maybe brought home some of the, the clothing that was covered with that yellow cake. And then we continue to see people that got sick generationally or that burn that broke out in church rock um, through no fault of the community, but those families have never been made whole or the downwinders. So there are many areas that are critically important for us to get adopted. Um, and I uh, also will make it a priority, Rachel, uh, to build upon the work that I was proud to lead when I was first elected in the House, which was uh, getting funding and the uh, authorization to build the Navajo Gallup water pipeline, uh, which will get water to 43 chapters but there's still more help that is needed to get those arterials built as well. And so we have to make sure that we're keeping focused on all of these important issues that matter, but there are many priorities with COVID being at the top of the list. Thank you so much, Ben Ray, for being here. Always an honor, Rachel. And just to all your listeners, please stay safe out there um, with the holidays upon us. Make sure you're wearing your face coverings, uh, keep your hands washed and uh, look after our elders, look after especially those that are most vulnerable in our communities. You're not just going to protect yourself by wearing a face covering. Uh, you're going to protect them as well. So let's let's make sure we're looking after one another and coming together as fellow New Mexicans. Thank you again, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Rachel.